A good Ner Shabbos, we're about to begin, Bessas Hashem, Shia number 52 in the Svarma of Zelak Pliskin, with the Sefer on Serenity, Calmness, on Yishavadas, Peace of Mind. And um, there are two situations that could help you upgrade your ability to be serene, to be calm. One situation is when you are indeed calm, and the second situation is when you are not. There are moments where you will be calm, you will be serene. And every time you feel that way, you tell yourself, that will upgrade my serenity, that feeling. You repeat it, and you basically be very present in those states when you are calm and saying that this is a calm state, which I would like to be more often in. And that itself gives you more power as you say this. And even when situations change and it becomes a little more tense, you could always draw into those times when you had that peace of mind, when you had that calmness, when you had that serenity. And then there are other situations that actually challenge your ability to remain calm. And those situations could throw you off balance. You you may become angry. You may have high levels of stress or nervousness or being obsessive about something that worries you. And um, then you realize that you weren't calm, and you mentally create that calm state and saying, I was that point, you know, before, where I was calm. I could reach that state again, despite the fact that I have obstacles that I need to tackle. And you could visualize yourself being calm, you mentally step back and you observe your thoughts and your emotions from a calm place. And that also will upgrade your, your ability to stay calm and serene. And every time you bounce back that way, by the way, that when you were under pressure, under stress, and then you got back to yourself, took a deep breath, and then experienced a calmness, that is a building block. It's a, tremendous, a trend, tremendously valuable experience. And it's very important when you lose that calmness, that serenity, don't feel terrible that you did so. Don't get discouraged by the fact that you did so. It's needlessly counterproductive. In general, with any type of fall from the Yitzhahara, it's productive to feed on it and feed your discouragement. Instead, you treat yourself with kindness. You create a positive awareness that every time you experience a challenge and bounce back, um, you you are mastering that ability to be more serene, to be more calm. In other words, this idea of Sheva Yipal Tzadik Vakam, that we talked about so often, about how you fall and you stumble, but that itself, you pick yourself up and you, and that is the sign of your greatness, but applies in all areas of life, including calmness. You were a nervous wreck about something, you overreacted, you were hyperreactive, and that's what happened. Instead of feeling terrible about it and getting yourself into a vicious cycle of self-pity and apathy and um, discouragement, you instead say, okay, I'm going to bounce back now. I wasn't calm, but now I'm going to become calmer. Now, um, he has an anecdote here where he says, it was suggested that I say, this too will increase my serenity whenever I could. But this didn't work for me. Every time I said it, I had a feeling that I was fooling myself. I complained to the person who made the suggestion, and his response was empathetic. Not everyone gains from the same approach. Perhaps you should skip this one. Maybe it's not for you. 
And how can you be certain it won't work for me? I can't, but, if you don't, but, it, but don't try it if you think that it will have a negative effect. And what happened was is I no, no longer felt pressure to repeat, repeat that phrase. And then I said to myself after that, what, what do I have to lose? Let me try. And I figured that either it will help me or I will become more serene from saying this or else I will stop saying it and I'll feel better for doing so. So that's really the, you know, the, the attitude you take as you're moving on. He says there are nine words that are, that, that are transforming words. And to write it down, to think about it, and those nine words are be, total in the pre- be totally in the present with a calm attitude. You tell yourself that. Be totally in the present with a calm attitude. It sounds very simple, but it, the, and, and, and the truth is, is that it's a natural thing in us. When we were children, we had that serenity. We had that certain calmness, sense of uh, um, joy around us and so on. And unless, unless an infant experiences pain of some sort of hunger or other distress, then, then of course, then, then they'll be stressed, stressed by it. But as long as they're not experiencing that, their default mode is to be serene, to be calm, to be com- in their comfort zones. And, um, but what happens when we grow up? This is what he brings down from Kaihelas, that uh, HaKadosh Baruch created humans simple, or Yashar, they made things complicated. And those complications, Rav Shamshul Falhirsh teaches in the Pasik, that those complications that you make for yourself, those are the, those are the enemies to our happiness. Now, as life does have the potential to be joyful and serene, and serene, despite the fact that there are tests in this world, and it's not always easy. And each person can choose what he will think about and how he will view things. And if you make the wise choices and you think about things that you're grateful for, you think about ways to count your blessings, you focus on the good that you do have, and you master the skill of finding realistic, positive frames of, of reference and perspective, then you're, you will see that your frustration and irritation will decrease and your personal growth and creativity and spiritual elevation will increase. And every day um, you will have what to celebrate as you work through experiencing more joy, more calmness, and you'll really have a great sense of accomplishment in that. Most of the thoughts that rob us from Yishavadas, from peace of mind and serenity, have to do with being upset about the past or anxiety about the future. But when you have the ability or you try to master that ability to live totally in the present, then you'll be able to calm down about that present and you'll have mastered the serenity. One needs to plan ahead, that's true. But you do it calmly in the present. Um, he brings down a, a, a poem, well, he quotes it in English, but it's from the Mikhtam el quoted in Chelek Gimel of Mikhtam el page 306. And the way he translates it here in English is, the past is only memories, the future is but illusory hopes, focus on the present, for that is where your life really is. And it consists entirely of challenges. 
That's the poem. Now, it does consist entirely of challenges, but these challenges should not get you nervous or derail you. Adarava, you could learn how to approach challenges with a tremendous calmness. It brings out from Mordechai from Lechavich that he said that from the day I reached a level of understanding, I haven't worried a single time about what will be in the next hour. One exercise that people use a lot, and it's all in all secular books and Jewish books everywhere, is practicing breathing. Breathing, taking deep breaths, and um, be present as you inhale and exhale. And uh, if your mind wanders calmly, bring back, bring it back. And um, you practice this, and this helps you calm down to a great degree. Another tool to be present is to listen to those who are speaking with a total sense of being there. In other words, if you develop the art of listening fully, you'll be calm. You observe the choice of words and what they mean to the speaker. You listen calmly. Every experience of listening, you're entering somebody else's words, the world, and uh, you will ner- learn new things about that person. And at other times, you will be doing a great act of chesed, because when you listen to someone else, they're unburdening burdening themselves to you, and you're lightening their oil, and you're helping them out. So the skill of mastering serenity and calming, calmness is being able to be calm in the present. And it's not that um, you don't plan for the future, but even if you're planning for the future, you're doing it in the present framework of things. Right? So in other words, let's say you, you have to give a shear uh, that night, okay? And, and so now you're very nervous about it because you don't know it. So so they have to study and prepare for it, right? So yes, so you're living in a way for the future. You have a shear tonight, and right now you're preparing for it. But when you're preparing for it, you're living in the present. You say to yourself, I have that share tonight. When it comes to, to give that share, I'll give that share. Right now, I'm preparing for it, and you're present and calm in the in the current situation you're you're in, and you'll be able to master that. And since you are always present uh, in the present, you have many opportunities to practice being calm in the present. You practice even right now, whatever it is. Now. Is an anecdote, he says, I'm facing too many challenges all at once. My financial situation is shaky. Some projects I was working on weren't going as well as I had hoped. A close relative was in the hospital. A few members of my family are on edge, and interacting with them is very difficult. And I sought advice, and it was suggested that I write down the words, be totally in the present with a calm attitude. Just hearing those words immediately had a calming effect. And I wrote them down in a place where I could easily see them. So again, it's be totally in the present with a calm attitude. And I repeat, repeated those words, this person says, again and again. And they work for me mamish like magic. And this is doable. There are a lot of many people that uh, b- believe in their, you know, they really truly believe I can't behave this way. I'll always be nervous. I'll always be uh, jittery, and it's not so. You have the ability to control your thoughts as best as you could. You take a deep breath, and you take moment by moment, and it has a tremendous calming effect. 
and that is what you do. So that's a very important yesod also. May HaKadosh Baruch Hu help that every one of you should experience this Yishev Adas. We spoke about it before many times, and it is true that in the fourth bracha of Shemayna Esrei, when you pray for there's so many things that are in those words and one of them is to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu for Yishav Adas for Yishav Adas for calmness and um, it is with work it is doable and um, yeah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu help that all you experience this Yishav Adas and calmness especially in our door where there's so many distractions and uh, and we need to learn how to focus and to um, live in the present as best as we could. And Baruch Hashem Yom Yom, basically. Baruch Hashem Yom Yom. You bless Hashem every day, every moment in the present. It's sort of what Rabbi Nachman said, and we'll end off with this. He says, Today, if you listen to my voice, and he says the Iker is the Hayoyim. When you when you when you're listening to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, it's Hayoyim. What he's telling you, Mamish Hayoyim today, not yesterday, not tomorrow. You don't worry about yesterday. You don't worry about tomorrow. Hayoyim at this in this given moment, and you Mamish, you could practice this, and it's, and with Hakadosh Baruch Hu's help, you'll be able to master it, and it'll create a tremendous amount of simcha, calmness, and Yishav Adas in your lives. Have a wonderful Shabbos.